Like many of you, we battled depression during life's ups and downs. Music has always been the one thing that we could rely on to get us through the tough times that we all face. Follow us on our journey as we discuss the healing power of music, interview bands, break down genres, review band biographies, and more. This is the When Words Fail Music Speaks Podcast with Blake Mosley and James Cox. Hey, Mr. Blake. How are you doing James. today? Yeah. How you doing, sir? Wonderful. I'm feeling I'm feeling great. Uh much better than I was last week. Um I'm drinking some coffee right now. I hey. know we talked last time about how I was gonna be drinking more tea and stuff, but I was like, you know what? I gotta have a cup of coffee. It's been so good. Well, I'm glad you. I'm in the habit of drinking it black. That's great. Um so yeah. Yeah. Well, Cheers. Well, I messed up because when I went to work last week, um I did not drink coffee and I decided to drink coffee every day for my, the rest of my life at least one cup at least, yeah, at one, least cup. one you need at least at one because yeah. yeah. I, I woke up I, I i felt pretty confident about myself and then i uh i i i uh i bought liquid death which is mountain water you know it's mm-hmm. uh it's clean mountain water so i took so i took one of those cans to work mm-hmm. and then that doesn't wake you up so if if you want to wake up water does not wake you up or nothing it's not not um, the thing but I'm trying uh, mocha coffee with chocolate inside of it, and it's great. Okay. What what brand are you drinking? The Walmart brand. <laughs> the Walmart brand. The, the, Dude, the, it, they'll blow your mind. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The, it it blow, it blows my mind that there's so many products that you can buy that are um, like Walmart brand that are totally not uh, – not name brand store uh, they're just you know normal great value whatever right and uh some of that stuff I'll, you know, i end up liking better than the um yeah. than the official brand or whatever absolutely yeah because um because i don't know if you remember the cartons from way back when the uh the, the milk carton where you kind of open it kind of weird and it's filled everywhere you know yeah um, i buy mm-hmm. the, i buy those kind of kind of brands that i like walmart and they're not they, yeah. and they're really really cheap too so yeah really great coffee I just decided to up the flavor with some chocolate sauce in it, and it's good so far. So, yeah. Sorry. That's right. Just yeah, that's here. <laughs> but um. I'm so professional around this place. Yeah, but I just couldn't make it through, um, the day, so I decided to take a nap for about like four hours, and I still feel like garbage. But I'm yeah. I'm happy to do this to to do this episode with you. Because, Does it wake you up? Yeah, yeah man, because uh, this is your brainchild of a series because what we're doing is we're taking, is hopefully we're going to go through all 50 states. <laughs> yeah, and, that, that's, and, some solid, uh, and, that's some really solid uh, planning on our part for right. well, um, episode ideas. Is yeah. like, there's 50 states, there's at least 50 episodes. <laughs> right, yeah, so there, there it is, boom, right? That's, that's uh, more, more, more episodes for us and for them to listen to. Yeah, but this yeah. is really your brain job because you said, um, you came to me and said, hey, man, why don't we do a a, a band from South Carolina? I'm like, yes, well, let's do it. And then here we are doing bands from Texas, which is the state that I'm from. I was born yeah. in Austin, Texas, so this is my... Austin, state. Texas. Okay, I was going to ask you, what, what portion or, or what part of uh, of Texas did you grow up in? So how long, how long did you live there? I don't know. I I think I was born in uh well I was born first of all I I, mm-hmm. I, I did that I was born. There there. Congrats. <laughs> uh, thank you. <laughs> and um, 
from the time I was born until the time we moved to, I think, Virginia or Florida. We always lived in Virginia, Florida, like constantly. So I'm, okay. I'm, I'm really not sure, but I have I have not been back there since I was uh, since I was first. Yeah. So I need to go back and yeah. see where I was from, you know. Absolutely. Well, then there's your answer for the next time we do a state episode. We can do Virginia and Florida. Yeah. Please. Um, and uh, plenty of great great bands from Florida that I know that I know of. I don't know of any that are from Virginia, but I'm sure it'll blow my mind because like researching this and even the South Carolina one. Yeah. There was a lot of there was a lot of people I did, I had no idea. Now I will admit. This is very different from the South Carolina episode in the sense of, you know, how we kind of dissected each um, artist and their accomplishments and like a short bio. Right. There's a lot of music from Texas. I mean, a lot of music from Texas. Musicians from all, any variety, any genre. Texas is a big state too. Very, very big state. So it's, uh, it's going to be a lot more, kind of just running through different genres and a majority of bands that are from that. There's a few little things here and there that sprinkled in, you know, thank God for Wikipedia. I know people dog Wikipedia all the time. What I've learned is, is that if there is a citation in there, you have nothing to worry about. It's just taken from another website and put in a more uh, nice, clean organizational pattern for you to kind of break it down. Oh, um, so, uh, yeah, this this is definitely cat, uh, categorizing things more. There's a ton of obviously country music is going to be the biggest one, right? Um, yeah, country music, country rock and roll. That's those are the yeah. biggest, the two biggest ones to uh, come out of Texas. So right. we're just going to kind of roll through these and um, just uh, kind of give you a rundown of different artists that maybe you didn't know where they were from in Texas, or if you even knew that they were from Texas at all, um, and. I'll admit there's there's two bands in here whenever we get to them that was not included in the Wikipedia that I knew for a fact was from Texas and I threw them in there. So you're welcome. All right. <laughs> yes. But before we get started with, with all this yeah. good talk, um, I just want to remind the, our listeners to, um, if you like this episode or our past episodes, uh, please uh Leave us a review and a, and give us a five star rating. If you like this episode, it greatly helps mm-hmm. us in in the future. Yeah, yeah, for sure, no so, doubt. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we'll uh, let's kick it off. Um. Oh. The U.S. state of Texas has long been a center uh, for musical innovation and is the birthplace of many notable uh, notable musicians. Can't stress that enough. Many. The word many. Because there's a lot, because there's a lot. Because Texas is huge. Yeah. Um, so Texans have pioneered developments in uh, Tejano and um, Conjunto music. I should have researched how to say that it's better. Yeah. Uh, rock and roll, as we mentioned before, Western swing, jazz, punk rock, uh, country, obviously hip hop, electronic music, gothic, industrial music, religious music mariachi obviously being so close to the mexican border that's just a, a given right um psychedelic rock zydeco and the blues we all love the blues yeah um so uh so, yeah james why don't you why don't you kick us off with uh the country music okay yeah because i'm a country lover at heart you know so this yeah, is that's my, right and that's yeah. why i felt like that was appropriate for you for you to take there because while there are some country artists that i like and i do like a lot of outlaw country um which we're going to get to because you know 
definitely the birthplace of outlaw country um i felt like it was just appropriate for for you to take this one well cool man well thanks a lot yeah 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 yeah. country music's near and dear to my heart so this is right up my alley so Mm -hmm. texas has been the birthplace of numerous country musicians and continues to host a vibrant country music culture texas honky-tonk Musicians like Milton Brown and Bob Willis uh, helped popularize Western swing. And, and modern artists like Asleep at Will, which is great too. Um, continue. Yeah, I've never heard of them. See, perfect. Yeah. That's why. That's that's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, yeah I'd never heard of these guys. <laughs> yeah. Continue to continue the genre's distinct style. Uh, other genres of country also involved in Texas. Um, Marcia Ball, born Orange, Texas, combined country with Cajun influences. Yeah, because um, about a sleep at the wheel, my my dad was 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 making a joke one day, and you, you know how drivers are; they can't drive worth worth anything. Me and and <laughs> and, uh, and, um, and my dad said, "What's the matter? Is he asleep at the wheel?" I'm like, "I don't know." And, and, and he told me that that that, that wasn't banned. So nice. like, I see what you did there, Dad. Hell yeah, good one, yeah, good good. one Dad. You know, but <laughs> but outlaw country is another offshoot that has its roots in Texas, with Texans like Waylon Jennings, uh, Jerry Jeff Walker, Michael Martin Murphy, and Los uh, the Los Gonzo Band, Gary P. Nunn and Willie Nelson uh, attended Baylor Baylor University. From 1954 to 1956, and studied agriculture. How appropriate is that? I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> Willie Nelson would You're, study agriculture. Right. Yeah. And Willie Jennings, yeah. So, um, <laughs> uh, so uh, they were leading the movement, ably supported by um, writers like Billy Joe Shaver. Um, it was in the scene that largely based out of Austin, which is where I'm from. Go Austin, yep. right? Uh, that inspired performers like Guy Clark and Towns Van Sant, whose poetic narratives owe much to the folk tradition and proved enormously influential on younger Texan artists, such as Nancy Griffith and Steve Earle, who who in turn inspired the alternative country scene. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, no doubt. It's it's just influencing each other over and over and over again the decades of you know you you got your basics it kind of evolves a little bit more and then it evolves into a little bit more and then before you know it we're you know in the 2020s and right. uh country music is still alive and it is still thriving and, and doing very very well for itself doing very well yeah um we uh you know you already mentioned asleep at the wheel and we're going to get into a, a few more like modern like artists that are out there that um that's still carrying it and 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 making their home state proud for sure um but yeah anyway there's there's no it's fine it's fine uh there's there's another artist that i had no idea um that came from texas which i should Mm -hmm. have known because i'm from texas right right but uh if you played um poker uh Mm -hmm. you know you gotta know when to hold them and know when to phone them right Mm -hmm. That's true. That's so, very true. You see what I did there? 
Yeah, so Kenny, wow. Kenny Rogers is from Houston. Good transition. That was nice. Ah, thank you, sir. Good. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Kenny Rogers has had a career spanning more than 50 years. He has a 1970 uh, album, The Gambler, remains one of the most famous country albums ever released, having sold a reported 35 million copies worldwide. Yeah, huge accomplishment. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, also from the Houston area are Clinton Black. He grew up. He grew up in Memorial. Um, Robert Earl King, Sharpstown, and Lyle Lovett uh, grew up near Klein. And more recently, George Dukas, uh, which grew up also in M- Memorial. Mm-hmm. Um, modern musicians like George Strait are from the San Antonio area, uh, continue to carry the tradition of country music in Texas. Straight, the, the king of country, is a singer, actor, and music producer known for his uh, unique style of western swing music, ballroom ballads, honky-tonk style, and traditional country music. He holds the world record for the most number one hits, Hit singles by any artist in the history of music on any chart or any genre. Having recorded 16 number one hit singles as of 2016. That's so insane. Yeah. 16 number one singles. It's it's too bad that he he, he retired, you know. Yeah, he's done. He hung it up, man. Yeah. But you know, if you if you had sixty number one hits under your belt, under right. your big old belt buckle, because yeah. he's from Texas. Yeah, I'm okay, sorry. Yeah. No, Stereotype. I should not. Yeah. Do that. <laughs> um, but yeah, if I had if I had sixty one or if I had sixty number one hits, I'd hang it up too. I think I'm yeah. doing just fine. But you know, you can never say never because uh, Garth Brooks yeah. caught a quits way back when, and now he's back. He's back, you know. Oh, yeah. Him, Motley Crue, Kiss, all those guys that are like, it's the last tour ever. You're never going to see us again. And then they come back. And it's yeah. like, well, Motley Crue would never die. Well, never ever. Th- it, they even tried to and they couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> Nikki, yeah. Nikki Six. Yeah. Looking at you. Like twice or something, right? So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is odd. So, yeah. Uh, within country music, uh, this, the distinct style of singers such as. The Randy Rogers Band, Robert Earl Klein, Kevin Fowler, Corey Morrow, Jack Ingram, uh, George Lucas, Jerry Jeff Walker, Pat Green, uh, Wade Bowen, uh, Rich O'Toole, the Eli Youngman, and and Whiskey Myers. Whiskey are, Myers. Yeah, are often dubbed Texas music. Yes, dude. All right, all right. So, do you oh. listen to Whiskey Myers at all? I never heard of them to be honest. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm you know, I, I, I should, but there's many music that I haven't listened to. Oh, okay. All right. I told you I loved. There's there's certain forms of of country music that I like. I tend to like a lot of folky sounding country music. Okay, a lot of bluegrass. I love bluegrass music. Um, and then I love this like kind of outlaw kind of. Uh, the outlaw country Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, stuff like that. Right, Johnny Cash. Yeah, um, And then there's like this, you know, I love like the Southern rock type of thing. So, um, Thirty Eight Special, Leonard Skinner, stuff like that. Um, Whiskey Myers has this kind of rock 
country mix that is so good and done so well. Um, I was not aware of this band until I started dating Allie and then her dad and her brother got me into whiskey Myers because they would, you know, her dad would just be playing it. Um, you know, at home, like when you walked in, he had a little Bluetooth speaker and he was just kind of playing through different artists like whiskey Myers, Cody Jinks, um, different ones like that. Now, now I, I, I have heard of Cody Jinks. Yeah. So Cody, yeah. A lot of people have heard of, of Cody Jinks, but whiskey Myers is this band that just kind of like blew my mind and they had so many good songs and, uh, if you've ever seen Yellowstone, for any of our listeners that has ever watched the show Yellowstone, Whiskey Myers uh, is featured a lot. They play a lot of their oh. music on Yellowstone. In fact, they actually appeared in an episode of Yellowstone. They were like the bar band in one scene. <laughs> right. Well, um, so uh, really cool. And uh, James, you got to check them out. I'm going to send you some good songs by them. Please do that. Um, yeah, they're going to become one of your new favorite bands, I'm telling awesome. you. Awesome. Well, big up yeah. to, um, to uh, your dad for uh, getting you into it, you know? absolutely yeah i i i was i was turned on uh to whiskey myers like almost immediately whenever we started dating so now i've had you know four years of kind of listening to this band and enjoying them as they've kind of put out new music and they have an album that came out last year or the year before last um that's really good and uh plenty of a uh, you know back catalog to keep you occupied while you wait for their new album whenever that comes out so, right right yeah one more thing before we get to your section is the yeah. country texas the texas country music hall of fame is located in in uh in a carthage texas yeah that would be so cool so to check out yeah, if oh, i'm yeah, ever yeah. this again i would like to go check that out i just feel like i love stuff like that i yeah. love hall of fame museums and, and things like that i like to learn the history of stuff see artifacts you know yeah people's guitars hanging up on the wall that I, belong that, to so awesome, yeah. oh man it always gives me chills i even remember going to the um i think it's a hard rock cafe or the, mm-hmm. like you know and just looking at like you know old, old guitars hanging up i used to yeah. spend like an hour and a half just looking at it before i go eat food yeah um, yeah so it's awesome yeah so well talk, let's talk um, about some rock and roll yeah man let's go to the next big genre to to bust out of texas uh the rock and roll scene um so uh gory carter's rock a while a song that was released in 1949 has been cited by several writers as the first rock and roll record um, it featured an overdriven electric guitar style that was similar to that of chuck berry years later um, the song was recorded in Houston, where Carter was born and lived most of his life. Uh, one of the first major Texan musical stars was Buddy Holly, uh, who was born in Lubbock in 1936 and then died in the 1959 plane crash, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, very sad story. Um, I, had an, I had a note about that uh, in the notes. I actually ended up deleting it to make this episode a little bit shorter because we could have gone on forever. I had this whole thing about Waylon Jennings because, you know, Waylon Jennings was supposed to be on the plane that killed really? Buddy Holly. Wow. Yeah, and he gave up his seat uh, and he ended up not getting on that plane. But Waylon Jennings was, was supposed to be on. He would have died right there along with, yeah. um, with the rest of them. So um, not really a fun fact. I don't want to say no, fun fact. That's, that's a, not good. That's <laughs> just a fact. Hey, right. um, yeah. More is. useless music knowledge yeah. anyway. 
Um, so yeah, uh, died in the 1959 plane crash, uh, and he is buried in Lubbock where, uh, he was born. Um, another rock and roll singer, Roy Orbison, uh, from Wink, Texas, uh, also became popular in the 1950s. And he was followed by Buddy Knox, Bobby Fuller and Dallas rockabilly stars, Gene Summers, Johnny Carroll and Ronnie Dawson. I love rockabilly. It's just so fun to me. Um, Southern soul singer, Joe Tex was also born in Rogers, Texas. You know, um, you know what? Oh, what's interesting is here's another fact that I have. Uh, here's a useless fact. Is it morbid? No, 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 no. It's it's. Uh, we're gonna laugh at the death of people. In no, no, we're done with that. <laughs> um, Roy Roy Orbison. A lot of people think that he was blind, but he could he just see. Wore sunglasses. But he could see. He could see. Yeah, he, he just wears glasses. I don't know. I think the way I think the reason why he did that was because I guess he had a nervous, you know, syndrome, you know, being out in the in, in the crowd, you know, performing. Yeah, I, I I don't know what the story was. And I guess and I guess where he, it, you know, when he wore the glasses, it's like okay, so they yeah. can't see me, so I was just sing for him. You know, maybe that was his uh, safety net or something. You know. Yeah, but maybe he didn't yeah. want to try to envision the whole crowd naked. Maybe, maybe that. I mean, <laughs> you, who knows? Some things just don't work, you know. Yeah, right. Yeah. I never understood that. I, I've never tried it, but I've never understood it. There's some people out there you don't want to see naked. No. Um, there's, there's some things that you cannot unsee. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> uh, the 1960s witnessed many influential rock artists, such as Janis Joplin, who we talked about on our 27 Club episode. Uh, from Port Arthur, she is ranked number 46 on Rolling Stone Magazine's 2004 list of the 100 greatest artists of all time. And even though that, excuse me, that came out 18 years ago, not, uh, 17 years ago, excuse me. Um, the uh, I, I feel that she is still um, one of the greatest artists of all time. Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Um, so the hard rock of ZZ Top was born um, out of the band's American Blues and Moving Sidewalks in Houston in 1969. Mm-hmm. In 1971, Blood Rock from Fort Worth, which is the only place I've ever been in Texas, is Fort Worth. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, released DOA. Uh, I remember. I never knew who sang that song, but I remember that song DOA uh, being a song that my mom loves. And uh, so yeah, that's a good one. Um, which became a, a major international hit. Uh, Don Henley of the Eagles grew up in Linden, oh, wow. Texas. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, I just assumed they were all from California, but there, you know, there I go assuming again. Uh, <laughs> there are, you know, there are other states in California, dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just want to throw that it. out there. Yeah. Sorry. Well, see, um, I get, <laughs> Okay, so 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 I guess the lore of of California is really big because we have like Hollywood and bands, mm-hmm. that, great great bands that started that came out of how you know California. Oh God, if we did a California episode, we'd have to split it up into a whole different show, like a Which, whole another podcast that's nothing but music that came from California. Right. Ugh. But we're gonna try it. You know, I mean, we give it a shot. We are doing all fifty states apparently. So. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> can't wait to do alaska that'll be fun there you go yeah yeah that'd be <laughs> hilarious um in the mid 1990s post-hardcore act at the drive-in a uh, great band uh formed in el paso along with its two offshoots 
uh, Sparta and the Mars Volta. Do you remember the Mars Volta? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was uh, that was formed out of at the drive-in was the original band, and then some members kind of broke off from that, had a side project, and it became the Mars Volta. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but uh, among some notable horror punk, all right, uh, yeah. and psychobilly bands that hail from Texas are. Reverend Horton Heat. If anyone is familiar with any Guitar Hero songs, uh, you know who Reverend Horton Heat is. Uh, Horror Cult and the Flame Trick Subs. I never um, heard of Flame Trick Subs. I, I hadn't either. I'm gonna have to check them out. But I, I do like Reverend Horton Heat, and okay. I love rockabilly, and you know I love horror punk. And Halloween's coming up. We're gonna have to talk about more horror punk. There you go. Because um, there's plenty of it out there for us yeah. to dive into. Um, several al- alternative bands from Texas also reached mainstream popularity. Several alternative rock bands from Texas also reached mainstream popularity during the 1980s and the excuse me the late 1980s and the early 1990s. These bands included the Toadies that we mentioned on our um, our South Carolina episode with saw- their biggest hit Possum Kingdom, which is uh, a South Carolina region. Nice. Uh, yep, uh, it was named for a uh, lake west of Fort Worth. Um, flicker stick, fastball. Uh, fastball is great. I love a lot of fat. Allie loves fastball too. Uh, butthole surfers um, from San Antonio. Uh, they formed at Trinity University. Uh, you have the Duck Hills. You have Tripping Daisy, Blue October, another great band. Um, and by the end of the 1990s, the Polyphonic Spree and Chlorine. In the 2000s, Bowling for Soup uh, achieved uh, significant popularity as well as Burden Brothers which was co-founded by Toadie's lead singer of, of Vaden Todd Vaden Todd Lewis. Hmm. Memphis Mayfire, who we've mentioned on the show before, um, they are from Denton. Uh, the New Bohemians, Forever the Sickest Kids, uh, Crown the Empire, and Fit for a King are from Dallas. Uh, Fit for a King, uh, as far as metalcore, modern metalcore, they're great. Those guys are doing a great job. I hope they keep it up, put out as many great music, uh, or mean as many great albums as, as we can stand um and uh the singer ryan kirby has a really good devotional that i um that i read not too long ago so uh they're a christian metalcore band so um just check that out um then you have micah reloc uh uh relocate relocate yeah. i don't know uh from uh houston and then uh this band, I don't know how to pronounce uh, their name necessarily. I think it's Kublai, Kublai, Kublai Khan. Khan. Yep. Kublai Khan. Yeah. Um, Travis Gettings, if you're listening to this, I'm sure you'll correct me. You'll <laughs> probably send me a, a Snapchat video and tell me the pro- the proper way to pronounce that because I know you like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, they come from Sherman, uh, and they're great. Uh, they got a lot of great songs. I just don't know how to properly pronounce the name of the band. Um, very heavy, nice like deathcore band. So. Um, and then the Arlington era, uh, excuse me, area, uh, Pantera, where they stemmed from, um, yeah, Pantera went on to become heavily influential in the metal genre, obviously, because there's covers of their songs galore. Heavily um, influenced, heavily influenced, uh, does not extend their whole, I mean, oh, that yeah. was like a massive, massive influential. Yeah. Pantera. Beyond. Beyond. changed the face of, of heavy metal right. when they came onto the scene, no doubt. Yeah. Um, other notable bands include Las Cruces, uh, Brutal Juice, Drowning Pool, everybody knows, and if you don't know Drowning Pool, 
let the bodies hit the floor. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the sword, uh, fair to Midland, uh, coilback. Oh, sleeper. Another great Christian metalcore band. Um, fire from the gods and Texas hippie coalition. Yes. <laughs> yes. That, I forgot all about that. Yeah. Uh, dude, that's a great band. Open mad about it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, also upon a burning body, which was not in the Wikipedia upon a burning body and whiskey Myers. That was the other one I told you. Or, yeah, uh, those two were not included in the Wikipedia article that I found. Um, but yes, upon a burning body is from San Antonio. They have a great song called Texas blood money. Um, that starts off with I, I guess what is the Texas uh, um, state song maybe or like I don't know it's it's like uh, oh man you'll have to edit this but I'm gonna have to play you a sample of it okay um, let me let me let me pull, I should have done this earlier I'm sorry oh no no it's okay. um, yeah we'll have to edit this part part of burning body yeah I I want to play you this uh little intro thing because it, it's like some kind of texas state song i guess right um okay this should do it yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> right so yeah Getting texas boys take, oh yeah yeah, I I I would consider them like they they're not as popular and uh, changing music like Pantera did, but I would I would say they're kind of like a modern day Pantera. Uh, Pun of Burning Body is doing a great job, right? Um, uh, so yeah, uh, and then you also have Christian uh, based bands like Seventh Day Slumber um, and Addison Road. They were formed in Texas, or excuse me, uh, in Texas mm. in Dallas. Um, and then uh, Flyleaf is from Belton. Nice. So not only did I not know that Flyleaf is uh, from Texas, but the singer, before she got married, her original last name was Mosley. Ooh. Is there and a, you don't hear that very often. There, There's not a lot of Mosleys out is there. Is there a relation about that? that you I don't, I don't know. We might. Me? You know, I don't know. Let me look. I'm going to look real quick, and I'm going to see if her uh, if she spelled her name the same way I did. Okay. Um. In the meantime, while he's doing that, we can talk about R. R. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, we can talk about R. R. And B. Um. So, singer Esther Phillips and pianist and singer uh, Camille Howard uh, was born in Galveston, Texas. Um, electric blues and R. And B guitarist, singer, and songwriter Barbara Lynn was born in uh, Beaumont. She is best known for her 1962 hit, You'll Lose a Good Thing. Kelly Rowland and Beyonce are from Houston. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, I I tend to like uh, Kelly Rowland's voice uh, like a little bit better than Beyonce, you know? Oh, sure. Beyonce yeah. blew up and... Kelly, you know. Kelly takes the lead. And she was in Freddy vs. Jason. Yes, so. that's, that's exactly what I was going to tell you just now. Yeah, me and man, great minds, dude. Yeah, well, I'm with you. Yeah. So, uh, there is also a, a burgeoning uh, R&B scene that includes alumni such as Destiny's Child and Guy Clark Jr., as well as uppercomers Leon Bridges, the the Surfers, Leticia Lee, 
Tamika Jones, and I can't pronounce this one. Alicia, Alicia Lani. Okay. Yeah. Alicia Lani, among, among others. Yeah. Um, cool. Leon Bridges uh, is really, really good. Allie has gotten into him a good bit uh, recently and um, got a lot of great songs. I can't name you any off the top of my head. But um, for anyone who watches The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, um, the last episode of the show – in the closing credits, they played a Leon Bridges song. So, okay, nice. um, yeah. So, any any Marvel nerds out there, you've probably heard Leon Bridges without knowing who he was, but very talented. I didn't know that this guy was modern. I thought he was an old, old school R and B uh, singer because it sounds like he sounds like Marvin Gaye, like or, or something that comes out of that time period right so very good and i was like man this is good i've never heard this song before and she told me it was leon bridges and i was like oh okay yes. and then i was like i've just never i've never heard of that guy and then i looked him up and i was like oh he's he's new this yeah. is a new guy right um, yeah. kind of like ray lamontang like he sounds like he was big in like the 70s and he's you know okay a modern day artist i yeah. mean so but uh a, a nice uh very 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 good uh singer so before we go to the next genre, um, is a uh, is a uh, flyleaf. Uh, yeah. Um. Okay. So not only did I learn that she's no longer in the band anymore. Nope. She's, um, not. she's been replaced. Uh, her name was Lacey. It's Lacey. Sperm now, but it was Mosley, and we did not spell our last names the same way. Oh. She doesn't have an extra e in there like I do. Well, that, it it. So if 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 we ever get her on the show, that's something you you and her hey, we had the same last name, yes. but we're not related. Oh. Yeah, I have to ask her. <laughs> yeah, I uh, say hey, we share a last name. Oh, and by the way, I saw a video. So we had uh, Casey um, from um, Heartmouth on the show, yes, uh, and uh, formerly of the band Embracing Goodbye. I was watching an interview one one time with. Lacey from Flyleaf, and she was wearing an Embracing Goodbye hoodie. I think we might have brought that up um, to, because uh, I think Embracing Goodbye like toured or opened for Flyleaf right. or something like that. Um, but uh, yeah, it was cool. I, I saw her Embracing Goodbye hoodie, and I was like, no way, man. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's, uh, let's talk about the hip hop scene, which is surprising, surprisingly more. Uh, more happening than I thought uh, for Texas, for what Texas would have. So, um, so yeah, Houston uh, in particular uh, has long been the focus uh, of an independent hip hop music scene, which I think is so cool. I love kind of under under underground um, and uh, just uh, there's a there's a certain type of hip hop that I really really like and. Uh, Kind of, I like the stuff that sounds like it was made in the bedroom. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like in the closet, <laughs> yeah. Uh, like with just like an 808, and and just uh, I love that sound. So, um, but yeah. So uh, the independent uh, hip hop music scene, influencing and influenced by the larger Southern hip hop and gangster rap communities. So notable artists. All right, everybody, strap in. Here we go. You ready? Yeah. <sighs> okay. Travis Scott, Chameleonaire, Paul Wall, Bun B, Pimp C, Zero, Big Hawk, Big Mo, Big Mellow, Big Steve, Chris Ward, C Note, Devin the Dude, DJ DMD, ESG, Fat Pat, J Dog, Killa Killion, Kirko Bangs. Uh, that's that's a nice little uh, name there. I didn't realize yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> Kirko 
Cobain that way. Kurt Cobain's. Um, Lil Zeke, Lil Flip, Lil Lo, Lil Troy, Mike D, Mike Jones, K Rhino, Al D, Mr. 3 2, Slim Thug, South Park Mexican, Young Star, Trey the Truth, Scarface, and then groups such as ABN, Boss Hog Outlaws, uh, Botany Boys, Coffee Brothers, DEA, Gorilla Mob, Ghetto Boys, Herschelwood Hardheads, MOB, Screwed Up Click, South Park Coalition and UGK (laughs) and the list goes on Um, the Houston hip hop scene is known for the chopped and screwed sound uh, invented by screwed up click leader of DJ screw and remains the location of most associated with style you ever heard of the chopped and screwed uh, hip hop scene I have not so they used to do this thing uh, where a lot of, and like Chameleon Air was a big one for that so anyone also if you're thinking I don't know who Chameleon Air is Blake um, chameleon air is the riding dirty guy, or oh, white okay. nerdy. Yeah. White nerdy is the only thing that you know. Right. Well, then it's a Weird Al parody of the right. song "Riding Dirty." Chameleon air was the the artist. So, um, okay, so but, uh, yeah. okay, so I, also, um, I'm I'm sure you uh, noticed too because you're a you're a video game nerd like me. Mm-hmm. But um, do you remember Death Jam Vendetta? Dude, way I need way. them to make another Def Jam Vendetta, or I will scream. Yes. <laughs> so, so both, so some of these uh, artists are on a yeah. game, like Chameleon Air, Paul Wall, um, yeah. and um, I think Fat Pat, and uh, yeah, there's like so, so many. Uh, Scarface, yeah. Scarface yeah, really tr- triggered yeah. that one. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah man, yeah. I, I miss those games. Holy crap, I yeah. love Def Jam Vendetta. Um, Def Jam uh, Vendetta Two was was the best the game ever. Yeah, the fight for New York. I think yeah, is what it was. yeah. God, so it's, it's yeah, done. I've been yeah. with games. I've heard rumors about a remake. Ooh. Um, and I would love that. I would love yeah. to them for them to just make a whole another one. I mean, we've got plenty of great hip hop artists that have come out. Um, in the you know fifteen years or how however long it's been since the last game came out. From um, the list that you just stated, that that is a whole game. That's that that's a whole never you know. Taken by the developers of the freaking video game, you can make DLC with expansion packs, and you can unlock certain wrappers, and you can add them to your. Fi- I mean, treat it like Mortal Kombat. I mean, my God, what do I have to do? Who do I have to talk to to get this game made? That was one of the best video games I've ever played in my entire life. One of the best fighting video games. I remember in Def Jam Vendetta, I got teamed up by like three dudes and I could not finish the game. But man, I got so far in it and I had so much fun and I wasted so many weekend nights just sitting there on my PlayStation 2 just with my my wide eyes and I'm just consuming Mountain Dew and uh, Doritos and I'm just like living my best life. And why can't we just bring it back, huh? I'm sorry. Rant over. Vanilla Ice is also from Texas. There, you happy? <laughs> you okay there, man? I don't know. I don't. I, I think it might have been the coffee. I hadn't had coffee this late in like do, a week and do, a half. Do me a favor. Breathe in. Yeah. Breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. You good? Got it? <laughs> I think I'm good. Okay. I think I'm good. Right. Uh, Vanilla Ice. Yeah, he's from uh, Dallas. Uh, he grew up in Dallas, Texas. Dallas. Dallas, Texas. He had a big, big, big deal with um, with under pressure, didn't he? And his and his ice ice baby. Uh, yeah, he yeah. he got in a lot of trouble for yeah. for using hey, the man. baseline. 
It's a totally different song. Yeah, that thing. It's, it's that totally different. I love that interview. Yeah, I love oh yeah. That interview. yeah. It's not Kenneth the same. Like yeah. it's not the same. It's got. See, theirs is like. And see, mine's like. See, it's got the extra, and we're like, shut up. Right? Yeah. But you know, thing. I think he he's he's a better person now than he was back then. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Renovating houses and he's changing lives, so that's oh, good. Oh yeah. Um, it's sad to see that his new metal career didn't take off like he had probably hoped it would, uh, with his okay. remake of Ice okay. Baby. Right, which is called Too Cold. Too and cold. Uh, here's a little useless fact, fun fact. Uh huh. Okay, so when Slipknot got started, right. There was a yeah. guitarist, I forgot his name, but fear's last name, but he's living with Josh. The, mm-hmm. the, the original, one of the original guitarists from, from Slipknot played on that song. That no he, way, he, didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, cool. so he, he, he meddled it up more by the Slipknot original guitarist. So that it had a lot of potential to be something, uh, something big, but I think like his his uh past as vanilla ice as we knew him probably screwed that up i think if he had not had a if he was not like the butt of everybody's jokes right. uh in the late 80s early 90s whenever it was um and he if he would have just like come out with this new metal album without having that past history i think it, it i've listened to a majority of that album that he put out it's pretty good. It is. It it's is pretty good. It's fantastic. And yeah. I think I think going into it knowing that it's Vanilla Ice probably just makes me cringe a little bit. But I can't be that way, man. Just gotta listen to it. I mean, like for instance, the other day, we're we're playing. Uh, we had a game night at uh, Brian's, my and my my brother-in-law, my sister's house, and um, we're playing uh, Phase Ten with our niece and nephew and. Um, they're just playing music off their phones or whatever. And there's some, a few songs that played that I didn't know who it was, but we're just sitting there kind of talking about it. And Allie finally asked him, she's like, I like this. Who is this? And, uh, my nephew's like, it's Justin Bieber. And I was like, it's pretty good. (laughs) And do you think 10, 12 years ago, whenever Justin Bieber first came out and and everybody was making fun of him and he was, you know, this, this little kid with swoopy hair and high tops and, you know, making like little girls like fall out. Um, no. do you, do you ever think you, I never thought I'd hear myself say, yeah, that Justin Bieber song's pretty good. Yeah. Nope. Never. It, I mean, it's just, it just goes to show you, man, like you cannot let somebody's past, uh, experience like influence their, um, their future, their musical future. Yeah, yeah. People, they're artists and they're creative. And uh, I didn't mean to get off on that tangent, oh. but yeah, we, well, maybe like, we should have given Vanilla Ice more of a chance. Yeah, like we said before in our in our earlier podcast, you know, uh, musicians grew 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 up in life, yeah. and so did their, yeah. and so does their music. Yeah, uh, we all sure. gotta you know, take it in stride and um, give each album a decent listen. You know, and yeah. if you don't like it, that's fine. You know, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay to not like something. It's okay for you not to not like something when the world is telling you that, or whatever your scene is, is telling you that you should like something. Right. For instance, we talked about the Mars Volta. I can't get into it. Just can't do it. I wish the the uh, at the drive-in would have would have stayed together. Could not get into the Mars Volta. 
people thought I was crazy because I couldn't get into the Mars Volta. And I was just like, I just don't get it. I'm sorry. And uh, don't get bullied into liking something just because of whatever scene you, you're you in. Okay? Right. Exactly. All right. Cool. Exactly. Cool. Cool. Well, I think that's it, man. I think that's Texas. We could we probably could have gone much longer right. um, with diving into all these musicians and bands that come from Texas. But, you know, um, it's still... It, it's it's a great scene it's a great state they uh it's so big and it's so influential um you know but there's so much more to texas than giant ranches and steakhouse branches right uh you know and chains they're 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 more than just their 10 gallon hats and their giant belt buckles <laughs> sorry well, no i mean giant belt buckles is like where it's at you know so everybody loves <laughs> belt buckles over there you're right you're right <laughs> yeah yeah, it's no doubt that the Lone Star the Lone Star State is uh like one giant gumbo pot, right? Full of so many ingredients just poured in, mixed together, and left to simmer. Ooh, you get it because yeah. it's, <laughs> it's, it's fire, right? I got it. Dry heat. <laughs> that dry heat. Uh, so it uh, so it can produce uh, this wonderful dish that we call music. Music. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, so thanks everybody for listening to the show. Uh, be sure that you share this with all your friends, your family, your babies, your uncles, your cousins, your dogs, cats, grandmas and, and grandpas. A nice little lion, you know. Yeah, uh, I don't know little, what I'm talking about. Little here. lion, man. Yeah. Uh, uh, so we're available on Apple Podcasts and, and many, many more. Um, and as as we've stated before. Uh, please be sure to leave a rating and a review if you'd like to see our podcast grow. Yeah, um, please do. You can find us on, on several social media accounts. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at When Words Fail, Music, uh, uh, when Words Fail Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, on Facebook, WWFMS Podcast. We got a Twitter, uh, When Words Fail MS. And as always, if you'd like to see uh, if you'd like to uh, leave a leave a uh, comment about our show or uh, request something for us to talk about, you can always email us at onewordsfailpodcast at gmail.com. We even got a YouTube channel, youtube.com yeah. back, uh, slash speaks. And if you don't want to listen to your our podcast on your phone you can always listen to on on when words fail music com. absolutely um you can check me out on all the social media as well uh, i'm on the instagram and the twitter um it's at blake underscore mosley m-o-s-e-l-e-y um please check out my youtube channel where i'm doing drum playthroughs right now of songs at church uh you can go to youtube.com slash Mosley, M-O-S-E-L-E-Y-Y-Y, three Ys. Um, and uh, check those out. And um, hopefully I'll be uploading some more of those videos soon and uh, making the quality just a little bit better for everybody. Yeah. And uh, pretty soon you'll have your uh, drum shed available. Oh, that'd be cool. So that we can get you to do a cover of uh, any one of these great bands from Texas. Absolutely. I'll, or I'll, we'll get I'll you to do, do a yep. cover song of a Slayer song. Which I, I don't Slayer. know if I can play any of those right now. I'd have to, I'm, I might be a little rusty with my double bass. 
It's been a minute, but uh, well, you need extra drums to play double bass. No, no, I don't want to see you like do like a single. No, that no. Oh yeah, you know, I'll get so, my pedal. I'll get my pedal. There you go. There you go. Nice pedal. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, uh, so thank you again, everybody, for listening to our podcast. And remember, when words fail, music speaks. See ya. See you guys. My dog says bye to. Bye, dog. What? What? <laughs> What's uh, what's 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 Penny. your dog name? Her name is Penny. Hi, Penny. Penny says bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>